But Father, thank you for this door of opening. We have experienced visitation in Baltimore, Maryland, been utilized for your ministry of giving. We poured and we have received, received, and we poured. We poured and received. And today we are thankful for the life that you've given us and the heart to do your will. I, I'm hearing in the spirit there are many who are battling with this very message today of frustration. Because so many things have happened in our lives that have taken place that we were not prepared for, yet they came. Some with sickness, some with medical reports, some with challenges of thoughts. Some have experienced setbacks, some have experienced disasters. And some have experienced just trying to stay afloat. And frustration would set in and we don't even realize it and begin to act out on areas of our life we shouldn't. I pray that you would just speak to your people. As you gave Moses instruction to speak to the rock, we ask you to speak to the people that they may hear and be healed and made whole. In Jesus' name, amen. Everybody give God a hand clap of praise. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Um, Okay, there you go. That's going to work for you? It's going to work. All right. Thank you, sir. Okay. Okay. Go ahead and bring my scripture. I want to kind of recap on where we started a few weeks ago and to where we're now. If you could bring those scriptures. In the book of Numbers, chapter 20, verse 8, to verse 12, we're going to read that in its entirety. It says, uh, Take the rod and gather thou the assembly together. Thou and Aaron, thou brought it, and speak ye unto what? Let's, let's try that together again. Verse 8. Let's read. Take the rod and gather thou. <clears throat> read loud. Hold that scripture right there, the verse 8. Stay right there just for a moment. I, I want you to see this in its entirety of well, why we are going to be sharing. And we're going to talk about the, 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 the Mount of Rossdale and why we're going to allow you to be a part of it. As I was in Baltimore, Maryland, I was steadily talking to the Father. And which, which direction would you have us to go in delivering this message related to um, frustration? Let me ask you a question. How, how many of you all can transparently say, I have been battling with frustration. Let me see your hand. And, and the reason why I ask that question is because I know I'm not alone. Because I know my personal life have had moments of frustration, anxiety, anxiousness, um, absence of sleep. Many things have happened. In this year, that had nothing to do with COVID. Because I can use COVID as an excuse, 
But the truth of the matter, there are some things been going on in me that should have been dealt with a long time ago. Am I talking to somebody? In order to address a situation, you have to address it. That's old saying that the pink elephant in the room. Uh, why they call them pink, I don't know, but it's, it's a pink elephant in the hard room. To hard to miss. I get hard to miss. And how many of you have had moments in your life that you have, have, had, had, have had an elephant in your room? You see it? He's showing every sign that he's there. Well, for some odd reason, you're not dealing with it. So God says to Moses in instructions in verse 8, he says, Take thy rod and gather thy assembly together. That was the people. Thou and Aaron, thy brother, and speak ye unto what? So if you get your Bibles, if you get your, 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 your electronic device and go to the scripture and not just look at it on the screen, you can really be a part of what I'm going to share today along with the woman of God. And I want you to underline, speak ye unto the rock. Speak ye unto the rock. Or you can write it down in your notes. You can write down this phrase, speak ye unto the rock. Speak ye unto the rock. Before their eyes. But I want you to speak unto, but speak and speak ye unto the rock. Speak ye unto the rock. Somebody say, speak unto the rock. Before their eyes, and it shall give forth his what? Water. When you speak unto the rock, it shall give forth what? His water. You see that? Yes. He shall give forth what? Not your water. Not my water. He shall give forth his water from the rock. And thou shall bring forth to them water out of the rock, and thou shall give the congregation and their beasts drink. Go to verse 10. And Moses and Aaron gathered the congregation before, together before the what? And he said unto what? Who said unto them? Hear now ye, what? Must we fetch your water out of this rock? Where that come from? God gave a specific instruction. He said, gather people to the, to the rock, and you speak unto the rock. And Moses take it personal, and Moses began to uh, launch out some information. Out of what? And he says what? Here now who? Now we need to become rebels. <laughs> now we understand they've been rebelling, so you'll call them a rebel because they've been rebelling. But that wasn't part of the conversation that God had with Moses. Right. He didn't tell them to call them out. He didn't say call out their issues. He said, I want you to go tell the people to gather at the rock. Right. And he said, here now, you rebels, must we fetch you water out of this rock? You're supposed to. God told you to. That's what he said. God told you to go to the rock, speak to it, that it may give forth water from what? His, himself, the rock itself. But Moses goes to, to this uh, frustration status, and he starts you know, saying some things that wasn't part of the contract, mm-hmm. wasn't part of the agreement. How many of y'all find yourself being, doing something that wasn't part of the contract? And he said, here now you rebels, must we fetch you water out of this rock? Verse 11, it says, and Moses lifted his hand and, and with his rod, he what? How many times? When did God tell him to smite it? 
What did God tell her? You want to help me on that one? That's the, where the frustration comes in. The okay. frustration comes in. As a matter of fact, sometimes we get in trouble because we'll go to where God say, but we won't follow the instructions when we get there. Yes, we, 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 we diverse or we, we, uh, we go in our own understanding uh, out of our frustration. We'll do something more or less than what God had instructed us to do. We'll go, but we won't, we won't f- complete or fulfill what God said. Or God would say, but we didn't do what he said. Mm-hmm. Did y'all catch that? We'll, we'll hear what God said, say, we'll do what God say. But we didn't do what he said. Mm-hmm. Uh, we heard what he said. But we didn't do what he said. And this is the same scenario here with Moses. God already said what he had to say to them mm-hmm. with the instruction. And I want you to put yourself in the same position. How many times God given you information or instructions through the Holy Spirit and you find yourself doing opposite. Yeah. But yet it was what God supposedly have said. Supposed to have said, versus what he said, is two different things. The word assumption has the word ass in it. So God don't call asses. He calls you to not assume, but to do what he said. Are y'all learning something? Stay with me. You're not going to backslide because I said ass. You know, sometimes we act like one. But it says, and Moses with his rod in hand, and with his rod, he's what? Smote the rock twice, and the water came out what? Abundantly. Not slowly, but what? Abundantly. And the congregation what? Drank. And they're what? Beasts also. Did God say, did God say they would, would drink the animals along with the people? Mm-hmm. Did it not come to pass? Right. But it came to pass the way God didn't say it. God said, Speak. Other words, gather the people at the rock and speak to the rock, and the rock gonna say, Now God didn't tell him to take his rod, but he didn't tell him to use the rod. Right. The rod is a symbol of gathering the sheep together right. to bring them into the fold. Right. But Moses did the opposite. He he brought them together accordingly, but he did something opposite. What did he do opposite? Struck the rock out of frustration. How many of y'all have struck something out of frustration? Yes. How many of y'all have dismissed your kids out of frustration? How many of y'all call people out of their name out of frustration? How many of y'all have had issues with other people out of frustration? How many of y'all lost job because of your frustration? Until you realize there's no more pay. So he says in the country gets drink in there, verse 12, the last verse of this scripture, it said, and the Lord spake what unto who? Moses and Aaron. Because what? God says, because you believe me, what? Not. To do what? How were he supposed to sanctify the people in the eyes of the Lord? Speak to the rock. God says already, he gave instruction. He says, speak to the rock that, I, that you may, I may be sanctified in front of the people. I may be made holy before the people. I'm a righteous God. But Moses, in his own frustration, out of his own frustration and bitterness, and wrath and anger. He strikes the rock twice. Yeah. Yeah. And then out of uh, it, it, us, it, us in ministry, you know, we're in our calling, but out of frustration, we operate 
like striking the rock. You know, in whatever capacity you may be serving in, mm-hmm. out of your own frustration of the weight of the of, of the calling or the weight of the job in which you're doing, sometimes we will end up striking the rock. We won't show the glory of the Lord yeah. in what we're doing because we're frustrated. And so that's that's something that we got to be very mindful of uh, as believers, and then as those who are operating in ministry. Yeah, and ministry as well as just. As a ministry day. helps. You mm-hmm. have to be mindful that whatever we do, we're supposed to do it as unto the Lord. Yeah. I heard a pastor, y'all probably watched us a few days ago. We had the panel. Y'all know prophet and prophetess. A lot of times we make friends, we lose friends. Uh, but, you know, that's part of the, the responsibility of being a prophet. And uh, a question came up related to a, a topic. And we addressed the topic according to what the scripture says. And one of the clergy uh, was his own platform. He basically was in disagreement because he. Disagreement. There's a disagreement. Because I want to disagree with you doesn't mean that it's wrong. <laughs> that you're wrong. I didn't allow myself to become frustrated when I knew what was right. Right. And so often we have become frustrated knowing we're right. And the question why? Why would you be frustrated when you know you're right? How do we let people take us to a place in frustration when you're right? Right. Anybody ever do that? You 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 right to the bone. <laughs> but you let them frustrate you and you know what's right. And you go cussing and caring out, acting out. From right to wrong now. And the children of Israel, that's what they were doing. They okay. were frustrated mm-hmm. because they had lack and what they felt like lack and had need. And then Moses allowed their frustration, even though he believed God. Okay. He allowed their frustration to now influence him to now where he's frustrated. Now, instead of him following through like he's been doing with God, God was speaking, he followed through. And instead of him falling in that path, he allowed the frustration of the people now to take, and now he's frustrated. Knowing he was right, knowing he's heard God all along, mm-hmm. you know, in, in, in crossing of the Red Sea and even going back to Egypt to, to retrieve the people. Uh, sometimes when you are what I call uh, hard heads, mm-hmm. you know, those, 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 those hardened ground folk. But backward. But backward folk. Yeah. Um, mumblers and complainers. Mm-hmm. Uh, folk who... Uh, plot and plan to do the wrong thing. And even though you're giving good instructions, mm-hmm. you're giving good guidance, you can't get frustrated with those folk to allow them now to cause you to miss out on what God had assigned for you to do. I have a what rule? And what is that? Three minutes to decide whether this is worth going on conversation. Yeah. I'm not going to let you frustrate me. I already know the answer to you, what you need help with. But if you're going to do the opposite, I just shut down. I'm done. But then you can't get frustrated with me because I'm done with you being. It happens. You get frustrated. You the pastor. You're, yeah, supposed, you're, the, to, yeah. you're supposed to labor he, with me. Here in my heart, labor with me. <laughs> All the person I know labor is a woman. They just come down there My point is this is, I don't believe 
it's my assignment to sway you from what you want to do anyway. I'm just a deliverer. If I got to spend time swaying you and persuading you over and over again, it, it's, it's wasting your time and mine. You just do best do you. Because if I let you do you, then I won't be frustrated with me. Remember, the frustration is my own. That allowed you to make me frustrated, which means control. Right. So when I give counsel or pastoral care to a person in this fellowship or one of my sons or daughters of ministry, if they're determined to be jacked up, I let them be jacked up. But when you come back out of being jacked up, I'm going to say, I told you so. And you can't be frustrated because I'm telling you I told you so because I, I did tell you so. The Bible tells us how we're supposed That's to live. It. He does. The word of God tells us that way all the time. He reminds us of what the plan was all along in our lives. He, uh, people always say that God never brings up your path. He does. Yeah. He does. He reminds us all the time of where he has brought us from. He reminds us all the time of the errors of our past and not to return there. Mm -hmm. So I don't know where we get that from, but, you know, nevertheless, he doesn't use it over our head to hold us down. He uses it over our heads that we can stand on and stand up. And so I think in this case where we got someone who just wants to do it that way, there's a scripture in the word of God that says just turn them over. Yeah. Paul says just, just turn them over and let the enemy have his way because when you get tired of getting beat up by the devil, you'll come back and figure out, you know, I'm going to do this this way. Yeah. I, I heard the Lord a long time ago mm -hmm. and, and, and I've just been walking in disobedience so now the, 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 uh, the enemy, because nothing like the enemy tearing your tail. Yeah, yeah. Anybody ever been towed up by... He, you, you walk he, he, doesn't, he doesn't play fair. He doesn't. He doesn't care about he, you like that. He played for Keith. He, yeah, he, he just glad to have the opportunity to weigh you down and wear you out. And so but sometimes that's what happens. And sometimes uh, uh, we, we hate to see this happen this way, but sometimes uh, you won't give an ear to wise counsel. And so there's, there's only one other way, and that is to allow the enemy to buffer you. Yeah. To buffer you. Because when you get tired of that, that tattail, then you'll fall down in humility mm -hmm. and then honor God with your, not just your lips, but with your deeds. Because sometimes people have to fall hard to get up right. Facts. And sometimes, this is back to parenting, or as a leader, we don't let folks fall hard enough. If I've been doing all I can to prevent you from falling, but you're determined to fall, i got to let you fall. Because then, you know, you'll get back up. Get up and remember that knot on yeah. your head. Every yeah. time you look in the mirror, yeah, yeah that's, that's what I got. And then that. you can't fault me for your fall. That's right. Because I try to forewarn you, there's danger ahead. How many know anything we've gotten into, it was a result of we doing what we wanted to do? Yes. How many heard God say, don't do that? You know, I, I, I really like to stay correct about the, the order of God. It's the Father, the Son, Holy Spirit. Yes. God came in the cooler day. That's the first time God visited earth. After God visited earth, he, he sent his son. And the son visited earth, did what he did, he sent the Holy Spirit. Right. So the one that we are related to now on the earth is the Holy Spirit. Right. So it's not that God's leading me, the Holy Spirit is leading you. He said, I will send you the comforter who shall lead you with what? And into all truth. You can't bypass the Holy Spirit. You can't bypass Jesus to get to God. So we need to make correction of our delivery of who's speaking, who's leading. Not that God can't speak. God's not shut off. He can't speak to his people. 
But how many times did God speak to the angels to tell the people something? How many times did God speak to his, his servant to speak to the people to say something? Because most times, people cannot handle the voice of God. Speak, Lord. He just spoke. But speak, Lord. He just spoke. Because he don't speak the way you want to speak. It don't sound the way you want it to sound. All of a sudden, you got a problem with where it came out. God always sent for instructions on what we need to do. He does. And he says, come to them which I have given them. Let's go to our two definitions of words. We're talking about frustration, oh, Lord, part three, how to cope with frustration. Now, my, now that sounds probably kind of contradicting how to cope with something. How many know there are some things you got to cope with? How many know you'll never stop experiencing frustration? I'm going to say it again. How many know you will never stop experiencing frustration? Okay. How many know you're never going to stop experiencing people transition from this world? How many can say you're never not going to stop experiencing setbacks or disappointments? Salvation doesn't mean you don't have issues. Amen. So the reason I'm talking about coping, because frustration is something you got to learn to cope with. In fact, the word cope means to contend with difficulties and act to overcome them. So I have, I've overcome some areas of my frustration, but there are other things that are going to frustrate me. But I'm learning to master the frustration. Yeah. Time and chance before all. In other words, things are going to happen beyond your anticipation or your expectation. But we learn to cope with it. I want to teach you today how to cope with frustration, how to see it for what it is and see the difficulties and contend with it, but not settle for it. Right. Learn to let folks have their own situation yeah. and not be frustrated about it. Yeah. How many know as long as you got kids, they're going to frustrate you? How many know as long as you marry, you're going to get frustrated? How many know as long as you got a pet, he's going to frustrate you? You're going to bark at him the wrong time. Like, woo, woo, why are you barking? Got a job. He's a security dog. He's trying to warn you. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, babe. And jobs. This yeah. life. Yes. Frustration comes from pressure. Frustration comes from things that press us. And so unless there's a stopping of the press, we have to know that we're going to look for frustrations. They come. And so basically what we're learning to do is to not let the frustration cause us to do opposite of what God say. Yeah, yeah. Which is strike the rock, which is not not demonstrate God in the earth. Mm -hmm. Because in frustration, we will do opposite and we will will mimic the enemy's hand. And when you mimic the enemy's hand, Mm -hmm. he's now in control. Mm -hmm. You follow his plot. You follow his, his desire. How many of whom you yield your members to is whom you serve? When I yield to the, the results of frustration, that means I'm too involved. And when you're too involved, you can't see the light. And it delays the progress. Because what people would do in life, they're going to do them whether you like it or not. Yeah. Folks on your job are going to like you or not like you. People in your church are going to be okay with you or not be okay with you. You got to learn not to let that frustrate you. Right. Because how I many of you can't please everybody? As good as a pastor I am, I don't please everybody. No matter how much seminary I got under my belt, I'm still going to offend some people in this church. 
When I talk about a certain subject, it's going to fend some folks. When I talk about the cell phone, they go, oh, Lord, you go again. <laughs> but why are you frustrated because I'm, talking about, I'm telling the truth about the cell phone? And, that, and we, we need to stop picking on kids, too, about the cell phone. Okay. These are grown folk that need to be disciplined. It's most of the grown folks. Yeah. <laughs> most of the sexting coming from grown folks. Trying to throw send, it send, a, send a special picture. That come from grown folks. That grown folks stuff. Get us in trouble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How did that get out? Wow. You said it. <laughs> now we viral. Mm-hmm. You viral. <laughs> Worldwide web. <laughs> you better keep your, keep your clothes on. Yeah, send me a pic. Send me a pic. Send me a pic. Don't send no pic. If y'all break up, it's out there. Facts. All right. They don't want to talk about that. Okay. Some, 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 I sent, some I sent one last night. Shh. Don't strike that rock. Strike that rock. <laughs> anyway. So the word frustration is defined as this word. What does the word frustration mean? Look at the frustration. What does it say? It's a feeling of dissatisfaction often accompanied by anxiety or depression resulting from unfulfilled needs or unresolved problems. Does anyone relate to this? How do you relate to uh, uh, Elder Nicole? That builds up. That builds up. Um, and then, at, on top of that, I already deal with anxiety and depression. Okay. So, okay. Yeah, you know, it's just a long time. Yeah, you're beautiful, just like your mama. Good, Jesus. <laughs> Good genes. Hallelujah. <laughs> we was talking yesterday on the way back from, on the plane. I said, you know, we saw this lady, she was pregnant. I said, baby, you look good, pregnant. Still on that conversation. I'm about to be 60 years old, y'all. Hey, Abraham and Sarah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Let's get better conversation. I don't want to frustrate poverty. <laughs> well, maybe strike the rock. <laughs> Listen. So it is the we all acknowledge that we have had some dissatisfaction. Yes. But most of the dissatisfaction is because you allow other folks to dissatisfy you. If you want to be happy, make yourself happy. That's it. And not wait for someone to make you happy. Stop because the pressure you put on someone else to make you happy is not going to happen. Right. And then what's going to happen is because they don't make you happy, you're going to start looking for happiness elsewhere. And they ain't going to make you happy. And they're not going to make you happy. They're going to frustrate you. Because once they frustrate you and you frustrate that person, you frustrate that situation, it only builds up more frustration and now you're out of pocket because you're frustrated. We come to church frustrated. We come to church, come to the altar and get a breakthrough and go right at the door, get in the car and get frustrated again because you haven't dealt with the frustration. In the, in, in the book of uh, Psalm, in fact, let me go back to the scripture. And, and God says, Gather people to the rocks. Look, tell about why we do it with the rocks. Speak to the rocks. So when he said speak to the rock, you know, sometimes, you know, we have to put that in our mind. You know, 
we speak the the rock being Christ. This is everybody knows that that rock was God's God in the provision, right? Yeah, yes. And so here we just I just took it a little bit further than when he said go over there. You know, if I'm at work, I can't go over there, but I sure have my rock. So what I just said, I just pull out my rock and speak to. It. Mm -hmm. I don't allow the frustration to happen. Whatever my need is. Whatever it is that, and if sometimes we just have to have a visual sometimes. Yeah. Till we start practicing something. Yeah. And so if you got a little rock in your hand, you can just pull it out your pocket and speak to it. Don't allow frustration to creep up on you, cause you to do things that's out of character, mm -hmm. where God won't be glorified, where people won't see who your God is. Mm -hmm. So you pull out your rock and you speak to it. Because mm -hmm. in it, I have a need. Yes. See, I have a need. When something arises, that's a need. And so I need it fulfilled. So what I do is I speak mm -hmm. to the rock. Somebody so, getting on your nerve? This morning, she said something. You know, you, you know you're, trying to, you're trying to get dressed and 30,000 people asking you for something. Just, Lord, I need you to pull them back. <laughs> give, give me an understanding. I need, I need a moment. Whatever your need is, in the rock. And this is just like a visual, like an on-hand thing yes. until you learn to know, don't allow your physical self to get into a, 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 a confrontation with the enemy that'll cause you to be what we call out of pocket. So how many are battling with frustration? Let me see your hands. If you're not, it's on its way. Yeah. Yeah, or you're not being truthful. You're not being said. truthful. It's all time we 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 be arrogant. Mm. I'm holding word back. Don't say hold. <laughs> we be arrogant, only not to realize down the road it's gonna hit you. No, your best opportunity to be free is at the church. The best place to get deliverance is in the house of God. So how many are battling or dealing with some frustrating frustrating matters? So what I'm going to do quickly, one at a time, I'm going to gather you to come to the rock and get you a rock. Come get your rock. Come get a rock. This is a symbolic, symbolic. of I'm speaking to my, this situation out of my way. Get you a rock. Just grab yeah, one. Just grab one rock. Don't get one to knock your husband's head with later on. No, it's not a, don't throw it out of Calvin, frustration. Watch Avis. Don't. Kimmy, don't. watch Vern. Just get a rock. Get your rock, and then see you what I got a rock. I made it my. This is my grandson rock. He made this for me, and I said I'm gonna use this. Trey Trey made this for me a long time ago. Remember Trey Trey? This is my rock. Just gather, gather rock. Gather rock. It's, it's no. Some of y'all need a big rock. Don't <laughs> get you one. <laughs> Some of y'all need a big rock. Go on and try to find that boulder. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't don't. All right. All right, Steve, don't throw it at the customers now. You're going to keep it. Don't throw no rocks at keep nobody. It. Yeah. Get your rock. So get your big yeah, one. You can. Yeah, get your, yeah. you get a rock. Yeah, get you get a little you. rock. No, get, get a you a little one. Yeah. yeah there you go. Yeah. There you go, mama. Mm -hmm. go. Just get, get your rock. Leo needs a rock. Yeah. He got a huge, he need one. Now, Pam, make sure your kids don't be throwing rocks at the TV at the house now. <laughs> Gotcha. You're getting gotcha. the rock at your own. This is a disclaimer. You're getting the rock at your own risk. <laughs> Get your rock. Sure, sure. That's fine. Yeah. 
If you haven't got a rock, Pastor Dan, do you want a rock? Okay, you already got one. Thank you. Amen. So, make, it, make it your own. Yeah. Go home and decorate it, paint it, or something you want to do. Make it your own. Yeah, make it personal. Personalize it. That's just a unit, so it's too cold. Bless the Lord. Okay. Mother, you need a huge one. <laughs> the Rock of Gibraltar. We couldn't get that in here, y'all. So. <laughs> You can get one and think that'll do. You just need to speak to it, Mother. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mother speaking now to it. <laughs> she said, I know there's a gauze somewhere. A <laughs> but the purpose of the rock is a physical reminder to Yes, you. yes. To, instead of going away from what you know, the, the purpose that God or, or, the, or, or the instructions that God has given you. Some of us, our temper yes. is right there. Mm -hmm. This is a, in your pocket, this is a quick reminder. Yes. Speak to the rock. Mm -hmm. You know, because tempers need to be governed. Attitudes to, need to be governed. governed. Yes. Emotions. Emotions. Sometimes we too emotional. And it ain't just women. <laughs> yeah. Some of you men are very emotional. Mm -hmm. And you do things and act out in emotional ways. Yeah. But you need to speak to the rock because in there is your need. Because it, it, I think that the thing is coping mm -hmm. is to contend with difficulties and act to overcome them. See, this is an option to overcome which, what the enemy is trying to frustrate you with. Yeah, yeah. An opportunity for you to speak to God because that's what the rock represents. Your need is in God. And so you speak to it. Instead of going off on somebody, yeah, you know, when they come to that truck cutting the monkey, talking about the sausage dog, you, know, you speak to the rock and can say, I help you? Can, "Can I, I give you? you an additional remade sausage dog with with possibly grilled onions next time?" You speak to the rock because you face these dilemmas. See, now we're laughing now, but the truth of the matter is, we all are facing some frustrating issues. And only way you're going to deal with those, you've got to learn to, to address them. In the book of Psalms, chapter 37, verse 7 and 8, this is the writing of the psalmist. He's, and, and this is the NLT verse. It says, be still in the presence of the Lord and wait what? Patiently. And look at the two words, wait and patiently. The word wait is the, means to serve. Serve patiently for him to act or to sit still for him to act. Don't worry about what? Evil people who what? Prosper. Afraid about their wicked schemes. Oh, he said, don't get frustrated with these situations. Right. Like, God, why every time I turn around, I'm living right, and they ain't living worth nothing, and you still seem they being blessed. Mm. Well, you, you don't know time what your, your time will come. Mm -hmm. And they're going to say that about you. <laughs> Stop being angry. Turn from your what? Right. All right, Bonte, don't let your rage come on. <laughs> turn from your rage. Do not lose your temper. It only leads to what? How many know when you come out of place of frustration, if it's not managed, you can bring harm. A lot of people have landed in prison because they was frustrated. A lot of marriages have been destroyed or been devastated because of what? Frustration. And he said the temper losing only leads to harm. Yeah. 
And we definitely don't demonstrate when we when you say when you lose your temper, that means it's out of control. You know, when I got hold of something, I haven't lost it. See, I still have control over it. But when I say I lose my temper, mm -hmm. you have no control. But someone's controlling. The enemy has now uh, gotten you to the place of frustration, to the place you're no longer thinking. So you're surely not listening or hearing the God, God's voice in your head. So you're not about to act out God's ways. I, I, if it, 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 it behooves me how people feel like in the middle of their anger mm -hmm. that they are hearing God. I, I hear people say that, you know, they, they, they're out of control in their emotions, but they're hearing God. Yeah. That's impossible. Moses proved that in that small moment right. when God spoke to him and he acted out differently. Right. And then God came back with the repercussion. See, understanding there is a repercussion of the decision you make out of frustration. Right. Again, people have lost their jobs out of frustration. Right. People had family fights out of frustration. People go to a funeral, they go acting a fool out of frustration. Fight about no money. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So stop being angry. Somebody say, stop being angry. Stop being angry. Some of you husband wives are angry over nothing. Mm. Just foolishness. Right. How you love someone at one moment and you don't know the next moment? Somewhere frustration sits in there. You're not having the conversation. And he says, you know, other words, control your anger. Jesus said, be angry, but sin not. He's other words, he said, you're going to have anger moments, but don't get into sin with it. How did it become sin? You start doing things that bring harmful. Sometimes we say harsh words to each other that's not necessary. How many know before you say something to your spouse, you're not supposed to say you already got a conviction about it? Right. Because we rather walk into condemnation versus the conviction, we go and say what we got to say. Yep. But if you have took that frustration and put it in this category of managing it, you could have said the right thing. Yeah. As a matter of fact, in the husband and wife situation, you know when you're about to say the wrong thing, how many feel heat, literal heat, yeah. when you're about to say it? When it's when because it's like you're holding it and you almost can feel it. Yeah, rise. like a volcano. About to say, come on. About to say, you feel my rage coming on. All the husband and wives, that come on, be honest. How many have felt that heat? Yeah, intense. Yeah. Okay, that that's the place right there where you're supposed to cast down. Mm -hmm. That's that moment that we have to now. Put the reins on it mm -hmm. and have control and not lose our temper, yeah. not lose control, not hand over the reins to the enemy now yes, yes. to run amok in now. Because now we're about to blow up and explode on the very one that we vowed before God. Yeah. Come up, when you're frustrated, the enemy starts speaking. Mm -hmm. He's specific. Most you just go, walk, go for a ride. You know, go for a walk. Go to Piggy Wiggly. Go to Walmart. Go to Amazon shop. Walk up on her. Yeah. Oh, the real stuff. Walk up on her. Yeah, yeah. Show her who's the boss. Mm -hmm. Say the Cut him down in his manhood. This is the rage that comes up, yeah. that when we lose control, mm -hmm. we strike the rock. See, I have a need, because most of the time when husband and wife get in this battle, there's a need lacking someplace. 
But instead of us going to God, speaking to the rock, yes. speak to the to rock. The rock yes. We go to the rock and strike it. Yes. Now our, our testimony is lost before our loved one. We standing right there. That's a hard game. I'm going to yeah, tell you all that yeah. now. Mm-hmm. When you lose it with your husband and your wife, it's a hard game. Because now you have demonstrated the ungodliness there, and it's hard to win back that person that you hear from God. You turn around five minutes later, God spoke to me, shut up. You don't, you yeah. don't want to hear that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Talking mm-hmm. about God speaking mm-hmm. to you. Yeah. <laughs> you just told me that. I'm still a pastor. Yeah. <laughs> You're a pastor, right? Pastor, the blank, that blank, pastor, all right? That did not that happen. happen. <laughs> just, <laughs> That did not happen. Just adding on. Exaggerating. The point I'm, we're making is when frustration <laughs> sits in, it's a balling moment. Yeah. And if you don't manage that, it's going to overflow. It's like a volcano. At some point, it's going to erupt. If you don't learn to cope with your frustration that you allow others to, to put on you, yeah. you're going to erupt somewhere. And when you do, you're going to cause more harm. And then the eruption, if you think about a volcano, the lava. See, that's the stuff that causes the devastation. Yeah, yeah. What comes up out of you, mm-hmm. see, that causes the, the, the devastation, the breakdown, the melt. Sometimes it destroys stuff to where it can't be Miles away, anymore. miles away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, long and far. It touches many people because I don't know some people think that they can be mad at one person and, 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 and be out of control and that they got everything else in control. Lie. If you out of control over here, mm-hmm. you out of control. Period. Okay. So he says, turn from your rage. Do not lose your temper. Only it don't lead to harm. So how many know we got to practice not losing our temper? Yes. Yeah. How many know before you lose it, you can gain it? Yes. Before you do something, you have moments to stop. How many had that moment? Before you did it, you had a moment to stop. But because you're so frustrated, you went on with that. And then we're going to talk about the triggers of frustration, how frustration has triggers to them. Once you know your triggers, don't allow yourself to be there. And they go in many faucets from, uh, uh, from drinking to pornography, vices, all that stuff is related to frustration. Right. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 22, Amplified verse says, Without consolation and wise advice, plans are what? Frustrated. But with many counselors, they are established and succeed. Come on, sir. Come on, explain that, darling. See, we can't be wise in our own eyes. Here the word of God is, is telling us that without consultation yeah. and wise advice, see, some of us, we can't take advice. We can't, we, no one can speak into your life because you know everything. Mm-hmm. And because you know everything, your plans are frustrated. It always falls down. It's mm-hmm. never going to work out the way you think it's going mm-hmm. to work out. Why? Because you look only to your answer. You only see your voice and hear your voice. Oh, you, are you, are you go to people at your level. Yeah, which is the same voice. Yeah, same voice, yeah. <laughs> see, as a pastor, I've learned over the years the error I made is allow the norm to have privy to what should not be known to them. Let me say it again. As senior pastor, I've learned over time there were certain conversation or interaction I had with leaders that should never happen. Right. It should have went to a person of my, of my level. Right. A general goes to another general. Right. 
a physician, a doctor doesn't go uh, talk to the uh, intern. Intern. They're at the same level. They don't have the same experience. Right. And some of you all are finding yourself talking to the people on your level who are not helping you none. Right. And sometimes we turn people on our level because we want them to justify us where we are. Right. Because you're first grade, so you go to people who are first graded too, so y'all connect, y'all got a first grade relationship. Right. You're not looking for an answer. When you go to somebody with the same issue, they haven't figured out what they're doing yet, mm-hmm. that's not the person to go to. You, you, you now have just allied. You want somebody to pacify you where you are. But when you truly want an answer to something, mm-hmm. then the, the second part of that, many counselors are established and succeed. But with many counselors, you are yes. established. In other words, with, with good counsel, people who uh, could give you that information or to, to, to help bring you to a place, that's where it gets fixed. Yeah, yeah. Go to, yeah. go to people that can bring you up. Yeah. Not put you down. Right. Or keep you where you are. How I many know we can find people that can agree with us all day? Yeah. All day. Find a person that don't agree with you. Find that one. <laughs> that one that really tell you, hey, I appreciate you, I love you, but you're wrong. Elder Mike and I have a relationship where it has nothing to do with our friendship not telling each other when we're right or wrong. Right. He's, he's a former pastor, so naturally I can talk to him. Though he's a son now, but he, he served as a pastor, senior pastor one time. Right. So our relationship is on a whole different level than it is with my other sons and daughters. I may laugh with y'all, but there's certain things I won't do with y'all that I would do with Elder Mike. Or the relationship. Not sin. We're talking about right. conversations and things we, we can address that can be understood at that level. So, but... It's nothing more frustrating is giving out wise counsel, wise advice, and you do opposite. That's why the three minute rule was established. Okay, you give out wise counsel, wise advice, and you still do opposite. It's like throwing the pearls amongst the, the, yeah. the, 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 the pigs. Yeah. Your swine, the pigs. Well, uh, but uh, when you were about, talking about Elder, uh, Elder Mike, yeah. I was thinking that, but there are even things that mm-hmm. Elder Mike, can't help you with yeah. that you have to take to your bishop. Yes, yes. There's some things that you have to address with him that you have not even addressed with Elder Mike. That's true. That's true. So how many again have been frustrated in the last 30 days? See your hand. Yeah. Why? <laughs> I mean, so after I, this message, you, you should now say, I need to recognize that I don't have to be as frustrated with these situations because they're not mine. I guess the question is, because we all face frustration. How many have allowed the frustration to cause you to strike the rock? Yeah, yeah. That's the question. That's I, the question. You struck the rock. A few more hands needed. I'm waiting for a few yeah. more hands. Yeah, how many Come on. have allowed the frustration to cause you to strike the rock? Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and this is the thing. Uh, the the word of God and the thing about God is that He loves us enough to to uh, to allow us to grow, to recognize where we are, so that we can get up from that place. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with having had done it wrong. The problem is to continue therein once you have knowledge. That's the issue. That's, yeah. Proverbs. Um, now let's go to First Peter chapter five, verse seven to verse eleven. He says, "Casting all your care upon Him, for He care who." You. Be sober, be vigilant, because your what? Adversary. If you would underline adversary or highlight it in your electronic device, because he's telling you, he said, be sober, be vigilant, 
Then in verse 7, he said, casting what? Some of your care. Mm-mm. Casting what? What you feel like you can't need to care. He said, casting what? All for him. For him. I'm probably who? Him. For who cares for you? He says, now, now that you know I care for you, and I'm allowing you to cast all these cares upon me, he said, now this is your part. Be sober. Be vigilant. Because your adversary, who? He's acknowledging, he's, he's actually telling you who the adversary is. He's not saying your enemy. He said your adversary, who, who's your opponent against you, whose name is the devil, as a roaring lion, is walking about seeking whom he may devour. Whom resists steadfast in the faith, consistently, consistency, knowing that the same affliction are what accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. You're not alone. You're not fighting this by yourself. You're not battling this by yourself. You're not the only one going through this situation. But the God of all grace, who have called us into what? His eternal glory by Christ Jesus. After that you have suffered somewhat. Oh, wow. After you suffered a while, make you what? Perfect means to perfect you, establish, and what? Strengthen. And what? Settle you. That's, that's the part. <laughs> to settle you. Your selling is not going to come unless you follow the instruction. All I see there is a house. You know, when you get the perfect house, yeah. you get established and strengthened. Yeah. And then, you know, a house, it take a minute for a new house to, to settle. settle. Yeah, yeah. You know, to get finally get that foundation set just so right. But this is what God does. He, all of those things, perfect, established, strengthen, and settle you. Speak you know, to the rock. Yeah, speak to the rock. Keep you from going off the deep end, getting out of pocket. Mm-hmm. You know, this is how we get established. This is how your name becomes spoken amongst men mm-hmm. as a godly man or a godly woman. This is how people recognize, you know, your name precedes you well because you become established. And all of us probably are walking from names of Muck and Mari, but after a, after a while, perfection, yeah. yes. strength, establishment, settles you. After a while, you become settled. Mm-hmm. How many can say at some point of your life this far you have come settled in some things? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying settling for less. You become content. My mom told me in Providence years ago, and this is true, she said it before she transitioned. She said, when you get to a certain age, you just, you just say. You say what you want to say. Say what you want to say. How many elderly people can say the elderly, elderly man, he don't have an age? How many can say, you get to a certain age, you just, you just say. Say what you got to say. Yeah, say what you got to say. You don't even question it. You don't, try to, you don't have no filters. You don't try to pull back. You don't try to pull back. You just say it. You ever been my dad at Noble? That's it. That, that is a prime example who just says it. And you got to pick up the pieces and say, Lord, keep me. Speak to the rock. But this is the thing. What he says it's is true. true. Yes. And, and, and the only reason why you get unsettled with it and be mad with it because he's not you the ready. Truth. He ain't true. Yeah. But he, he, this is the thing. If you take what he say yes. and run with it, it'll take you someplace. It'll establish you, cause you to be settled. Yeah. How <laughs> many need to be subtle? Let me see your hand. Because you can be. But you're only going to be subtle if you follow the whole letter. Yeah. Can't be part of it. Can't be a part time believer. You got to be full time in this. 
can't have this, well, today I feel like it, tomorrow I don't feel it. No, you have to be consistent in it. Yeah. Because the adversary, the devil. So God tells you who your adversary is. Why are you looking at people? Stop looking at man. It's too much of yourself and your, what you see. But the adversary, the devil, is walking about, roaring about, walking about, as a roaring lion, seeking he may devour. He's trying to devour you and I with frustration. If you get your frustrated, you can't do the assignment. If you're not doing the assignment, you're not doing God's will. So now you're out of pocket with God because you allowed the devil to frustrate you with situations that really had nothing to do with you. Some of you parents need to let your grown kids be grown. You can't fix grown folks. Am I right? Did it fix you? <laughs> your fix got when you woke up and I got to stop this stop, stuff. Stop this stuff. Frustration will cause yeah. you to be uh, stagnant. Yes. Yeah. Frustration will cause you to stand still and do nothing. Mm -hmm. And standing water, we all know, is good for nothing. You can't consume it. You can't use it. You can't yeah. wash your clothes in it. It stinks. Yeah. And that's what sometimes we stand in place and get frustrated mm -hmm. and throw our hands and say we're not going to do anything, especially us in ministry. When you become stagnant, you become what? Stink. Yeah, yeah. You're not good for consumption. You're not good to pour. You're not good to receive from. You're stagnant. We've all been there before. Yeah, we can't get stagnant. We can't allow ministry and looking at the things that's happening in this world, you know, the word of God told us this world was going to deteriorate. He already told us what was going to happen. So we can't get frustrated in that. The assignment was given to go and compel men that God can save them. That's our, du that's our duty. And we can't get frustrated because the world is not like it used to be. Yeah. And then we become stagnant. And the world will never be like it used to be. Never. Each day the world changes. You, you evolve. It, you learn to adapt. Mm -hmm. But if you don't adapt, you only remain frustrated. So when it comes down to people, don't let folks frustrate you. Mm -mm. She don't let me frustrate her. I don't nope. let her frustrate me. Nope. You know, if I'm talking about that, she just. <laughs> I, I, then I know then I'm, do, I'm too much. Doing too much. So next time your spouse is acting too much, to start talking to the rock. Then they're, they're, oh, yeah. oh, when oh, you oh, see him oh, talking oh, to oh, the rock, oh, you know, just back off. You're yeah. doing too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Leave him alone. Now, y'all speak to the rock right now. Don't yeah. just be frustrating yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. Be truly praying. Don't get another condition. Truly be praying. Don't be able to like, God, you know. No. Yeah, like, hey, <laughs> it's time to be together. Don't do that. That ain't the time. Put that rock down. Put that rock down. You do it after. That's it. Turn off the light. Go on on there. Teddy Pentagram. <laughs> and don't light a candle too much. Anyway, either. like All right. <laughs> Ephesians chapter 4, 29, 32. And he says, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but yeah. that which is good to the use of what? Edify. That was what edifying means? Build up. Build up. That they may what? Minister grace unto the hearers. People are listening to you. Mm -hmm. Then when you frustrate it, you say some things you're not supposed to say. You're affecting the ear, the hearers around you. Yes. And grieve not what the Holy Spirit of God, whereby you are sealed to the day of what? Redemption. He said, later what? All bitterness. All bitterness. And what? Wrath. And what? Anger. And what? Clamor. What's clamor? That loud talking. Loud talking. And he what? Evil speaking. Be put away with what? Away from you. With what? All malice. And do what? And be kind one to, to another. Uh-huh. Tenderhearted. Mm -hmm. Forgiving one another. Even as God, for Christ's sake, 
has forgiven you. That sums it up right yeah, there. Because when you're frustrated, you can't do that. Nope. So when you're frustrated, you're bitter. Yep. When you're frustrated, you got wrath. Mm -hmm. you got, you're vengeful. Loud when you're talking. frustrated, you're angry all the time. What you mad? I don't know. I'm just mad. Come in mad. Wake mm -hmm. up mad. Yeah. Go to bed mad. Yeah. Talking loud. Always got something. Always neck rolling. Always negative. <laughs> negativity breeds negativity. Mm -hmm. But he said, put away from you what? Evil speak. With all malice. He said, otherwise, put this away from you, especially malice. He said, get rid of this stuff because these are the, these are the roots of, of, of frustration. Mm-hmm. Because when you try to get even with someone, you only create a, an additional issue. Like retaliation. You kill that person, somebody kill the next person. So you got retaliation going all because of frustration. Yeah. And a lot of our people are frustrated. Yeah. has nothing to do with slavery no more. Mm -mm. We're not happy with ourselves. And when you're not happy with yourself, you can't happy with nobody else. Good teaching? But he said, be kind one to another. You know, the Bible says, I'll suffer answer the way around. When someone is acting a monkey with you, be kind to them. Yep. A soft answer to the way around. See, a person can't argue by themselves. If they do, you know something wrong. But most times, arguments require participation. If you don't participate, then they argue by themselves. And eventually they get quiet because they get tired of talking because they ain't talking about nothing. But when you join in the conversation out of frustration, it goes on and on. And nobody wins. You know, calling your spouse out of their name is not a winning process. It is not. Right. A lot of relationships are affected because of frustration. A lack of mobility to deal with the situation at hand. I've known you how many years? 30. 30. Now, 30 years we've been what, married what? 11 years now. Okay, I, so you know me as, as, as the pastor. You know me as, as the person that, that was your employer. You, and you know me as your husband. And all those three areas you learned me, I frustrated you having that. You have. Yeah. Right, is it 12? Is it 10 or is it 12? Is it 12? Yeah. Because it is human nature to frustrate people. But we need to reverse that. Because it causes an impact on people. Because I've learned, when I'm frustrated, I learn how to pull back. If I don't pull back, I'm going to say something I'm not supposed to say. I'm going to do something I'm not supposed to be doing. And I'm going to act out in the way I'm not supposed to be acting. But I had control of that. We do. We just choose not to. Yes. How to cope with frustration, number one. Have the conversation to determine its cause. Husband, wife, boyfriends or girlfriends, learn to talk to each other. Have the conversation. Have that conversation that's not comfortable, but it's going to make comfort. Yes, have the conversation that you have with other folks. Yeah. That's what I say yeah. with couples. Because, you know, we say we can't talk, you know, I, I want to talk or I can't talk or I don't know how to express, but you can tell it to somebody else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so just, you know. Tell it to the one you, that it can make a difference with. Yeah, because if they don't know how they're going to fix it. Not only that, yeah. but, you know, what? Mo mostly we do that because we can tell a, the narrative the way we want to tell it. We can, we can, we can balloon it. Mm -hmm. You know, we can, we can falsify it. And we, can, and we always, the other person is always the, 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 the villain. Mm -hmm. You know, but if you tell it to the one that can listen, that one that, 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 that know the story, mm -hmm. see, you can't fluff it. Yeah. I wish I, I wish I could play a Fred Hammond song. 
Any of y'all know Fred Hammer came with this love song? Begging something. Begging, you know. Begging. <laughs> anyway, so Fred Hammond <laughs> put out his love album about relationship. Yeah, yeah. Because Fred Hammond has stepped out of pocket. And he's trying to do everything he can. And he pulls on one particular segment of this song. You hear the car put into the garage. And it's raining. And he's pulled up, and this young lady's talking to him on the phone. She said, you home now? He said, yeah. He said, you know, oh, I got to get off the phone. I got to go in now. And she said, well... You know, and she says in the song something about, um, you know, uh, just know that I'm here. You know, whatever you need, I'm here for you. He said, I appreciate that. But see, the problem with that is he's talking to the wrong person. The person that is not, that's supposed to be there, go tell you what you want to hear. So he's not regretting to go in the home because he got to face the situation. The same conversation you had when you met them, you ought to be having a conversation when you with them. Relationship get deteriorated because we talk to the people we're not supposed to be talking to. Right. Affairs start in conversation with people we're not supposed to have conversation with. Frustration. Yeah. There's a lack of need or there's something that's not being met. Yeah. But we don't know how to actually go and get the need met mm-hmm. instead of speaking to the rock. Going to God about it. Yeah. See, this is where the head of the household, I, got to, I have to go here. Mm-hmm. As the head of the household, you got to learn how to drag your wife to the foot of God. Yeah. And speak to the rock about what's lacking in your marriage mm-hmm. so that you don't get frustrated. And then when frustration causes what? A release of the, uh, the reins, control. Yeah. yeah. And now the enemy becomes impactful in your relationship. Yeah. That's how. That's you, facts. That's how you get the wandering eye. That's how you get the wandering feet. Yeah, because there's always somebody who understands mm-hmm. your position. Yeah, yeah. Somebody who always get you. I feel your pain. I, they, yeah. How you feel my pain? You don't know my pain. You're not with me. Yeah. The pain is I'm the one that's the problem. Right. So a lot of times the frustration is me trying to make it her. But it's not her. It's he. Right. Until I deal with he, I need to leave her alone. That's it. By equating her in, in the he situation. Because most situations involving affairs are a result of people not dealing with the conversation. Right. And then uh, the, 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 what the other person doesn't understand, they don't have to live with you. See, yeah, yeah. you just get the best of them. Yeah. But but that other side of you, mm-hmm. that ain't so nice side of you. Yeah, they spend money. See, they, they spend money. They know they, they really don't money have. You that you won't spend. It, see, you won't spend it at home, but you will spend it over there. Oh yeah, they like you. Mm-hmm. But that side of you that tell you know that that's not so nice. Mm-hmm. That side of you that's not so caring. That side of you that's not so helpful. A mean as hell. Mean, fire, mm-hmm. mean. Mm-hmm. That side, they don't have to deal with that. And of course, yeah, you look you're like on, a great character. You're, you're on your best behavior. You're, yeah, you get your yeah. best foot forward. Yeah. But but the one that 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 knows you best. You're not. You're you're shining light, but you ain't shining. You're, you're night. <laughs> I'm telling you. In listen. The night. Yeah. The enemy operates in darkness with frustration relationship. A lot of relationships have been damaged because we don't have the conversation that determines what's the cause of this frustration. Yes. If you're not happy with something, tell the person what you're not happy about. If you feel pressure in some area, tell them what you feel pressure about. Otherwise, don't go to other people. Don't when, do that. Go to the person that, that you got a problem with. And it's a coward move. Yeah. I'll say it. Uh, it's a coward move to have conversation and you can't talk to the person. Reverend Powell, no, I'm just not that one. No, no. I'm not that one. If we're going to have something that's bothering or something is not right with me, 
I got to talk to him. Yeah, she don't get I, quiet. I just feel it. No, I'm coming. I'm, and not because of that, because yeah. I love my husband. Yeah. And I don't let the enemy have one inch in here. When I see his head, I means to slay him. Yeah. We, we was at, at our hotel, uh, and this, you know, this, the waiter, you know, a little uh, African-descended brother. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, he comes to the table. He's serving her. I left, went, you know, went to the restaurant, watched man come back. And he's serving. It was just fine. I'm good. You know, food's going to be good. And, uh, and he's just having a nice cup. He just laughed. He's just, he's like, he got the Holy Spirit laughter, you know. And uh, so at the end of the uh, meal, you know, because they were talking about the, the, what kind of burger was it? It was the, uh, uh, the, uh, the burger that's a uh, veggie burger. The vegan burger. It's a, the, the, impossible, the impossible burger. The impossible burger. So they got an impossible conversation about the impossible burger going on. So I was okay. That's fine. You know, keep bringing my refill. I'm good. I'm good. So at the end of the conversation, he says, well, I hope to see you next week. I'm thinking, we're in Baltimore. How are you going to see him next week? He said, about, he, he said, we said, if he don't. I said, I said, well, he got me. Yeah. He said, well, if he doesn't take care of you, you let me know. <laughs> so, so I'm saying, I said like this, this is a bold Negro. So, so the tip didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> but my point was this I wasn't going to get frustrated about it Because number one, I already got her You know, my point was this is The enemy would try you He'll try you And when he tries, you got to know how to deal with the enemy So I, I made sure we flew back faster But this is the thing uh, About uh, this type of relationship yeah. Is that you have to know The enemy tries Every possible entry. Yes, yes. He goes around your relationship mm -hmm. looking for a way in. You know, I don't find it flattery when a man uh, uh, disrespects my husband. Yeah, yeah. That's not flattery mm -hmm. to me. Not flattery. That don't put me no place. That's not a, that's not a place for me to sit. <laughs> that's not that. No, I grab my husband by the hand. She checked him, yeah. You know, it's, we, I don't even want him thinking that's an option for him. I shut it down. But sometimes we just lack something within us, so we feel the need that we can receive that from everywhere. Yeah. And we shouldn't. You shouldn't feel the need to feel good from somebody else's praises. Yeah. All right, that's another conversation, but it's still good. <laughs> Number two, recognize the trigger. Y'all use, you know, I use this term a lot, recognizing triggers. Triggers always have an effect on some, something we do. So when you're frustrated, recognize the things that cause you to be frustrated. Number three, don't not deal with it. Right. You have to deal with it. Even though it's, this it's uncomfortable, you got to deal with it. You got to deal with it. Number, you want to say something? No. Number four, don't suppress your feelings. Quite sure a counselor Anita can tell you that. When you suppress your feelings, all you're going to do is ball them up. A lot of folks are eternally sick because they're suppressing their feelings. Frustration wants to make you suppress what needs to be said. Husband, wife, have the conversation. Don't suppress those feelings because when you suppress it, at some point, like the volcano experience, it's going to erupt. Yeah. Number five, <clears throat> allow the teachable moments. The frustration should be a teachable moment. Don't do this no more. Don't say that anymore. That's a teachable moment. How did we learn from this situation? Number six, stop your anger from going zero to sister. Stop it. Tell your neighbor, stop it. Stop it. 
COVID is not a reason for you to be zero to 60. Race is not a reason for you to be zero to 60. Your unfulfillment is not a reason to be zero to 60. Stop those emotions of being outburst angry with people. No one, no one marries you if you always act like you're mad all the time. And you said something earlier about happiness. Yes. Happiness is not the responsibility of your spouse, your friends, no. your, your children. It's not their responsibility. That's, that's not people's responsibility, anybody in your life. That's not their responsibility to make you happy. Mm-hmm. You have to be happy. Yeah. yeah. You have to make yourself happy. And in that happiness, you become pleasant to be around. But it's not my responsibility to make you happy. No, no. Because if I do that, I can mess around and be unhappy the rest of my life trying to make a person that doesn't want to be happy, yeah. happy. Yeah. How many ladies some people you can't make a happy you if you can't make them happy if you give them a, yeah. a merry-go-round in the backyard? You can't mm. just make them happy. put them on it. They still ain't, ain't happy. put them on it. Yeah, here you go. I'm going to you on it. Get just on it. There you go. And I'm going to turn it for you, too. Still going to be unhappy. It ain't going fast enough. Number seven, <laughs> we go out to close. Learn to pull back when needed. Yes. Pull back doesn't mean you go for a long ride. Pull back don't mean you go visit your ex-lover. Pull back don't mean you go get your, your old black book, a white book, red book, green book, whatever you call it. That's not pull back. Pull back means you pull away from the situation as a believer and regain yourself and manage who you are. Remember, you are God's child and you ought to act like it. Even in the most difficult moments, in a difficult situation, always remember that somebody is watching you. And the way you act today will affect other folks tomorrow. See, I can either say, guys, when you have your situation, pull out your rock. But if you don't put it out as a symbolic and saying, I'm reminding myself to stay, under, stay control myself, you might want to bring the rock back. Yeah, don't take the rock. If the rock is just to be a part of a participation, bring it back. I'm 57 years old and I refuse to allow my emotion to get tangled with frustration to cause me to miss the things of God. Life is too short. And when life is short, you don't want to waste it. You want to be happy. But happiness starts with you. Tell your neighbor, happiness starts with you. So if you wait for the person to make you happy, it ain't going to happen. She makes me happy, but I'm happy because I'm already happy. And I'm happy to receive her happiness that she's giving. I give it both. We give it vice versa. We give it to each other. You know, there's no question uh, that when it comes down to Prophet Sandra, what I want to do for her, how much I love her, there's no question about it. But I can't always shower her with the stuff and have a frustration issues toward her. I mean, who wants a steak on a, on a, on a, on a trash can? It's a steak, but it's on a trash can. And some of us have that mentality because of our spouses. The Bible says, whom the God put together, let no man put asunder. And that's relationship. Couples, I mean not couples, sorry, sisters, siblings, husband, wives, friends, acquaintance. Life is about living the way God said you can live and not live beneath your privilege. 
It's the only person going to turn your situation around is you. You can, you can, you can be frustrated. That's, that's your entitlement. But I promise you, you're only going to be unfulfilled. You're going to be frustrated. And at some point, you'll be by yourself. You ever heard about people dying alone? Heard about people being by themselves? Why? Folks don't want to be around you and your foolishness. And frustration always produces foolishness because you start doing something you got no business doing. Every head bow. If you got your rock in your hand, would you hold it up? And I want you to make this confession with me. And say, Lord, you're not this rock. This is just a symbol of me holding you. Instead of me acting out, I'm going to pull you up. And I'm going to remind myself to speak to you. In Jesus' name. So, next time you get frustrated, Vern, with the job, uh, people expect you to bring them their check that you didn't write. I'm quite sure male people catch it. You got my check? Like I didn't. I'm not. Your, I'm not your employer. You speak to the rock. Next time somebody come in your business establishment and have an issue toward your employers. Don't respond, just speak to the rock. Next time you're trying to get your adult child to do something they don't want to do, they don't want to do it, just speak to the rock. Because I don't, I don't believe in letting folks frustrate me. We'll see you next week. God bless you.